Community, community, community. This is your boy, Dre from Brooklyn, and you are tuning in to the one-off from my original podcast, which is Black in Business. And um, I just want to let everybody know whose first time this is listening to a one-off, exactly when it is. Um, my co-host and I, The Bearded Wonder, every other week we do a single um, show which lasts about 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how um, serious and in-depth the conversation may get and also how much feedback we get from the community and how you know detailed the discussion may go. Um, so if this is your first time, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you for listening. Just go ahead and take your shoes off, kick back, have a seat, and welcome. Enjoy. This show is always brought to you by Designer Custom Glasses, one Empire Mobile Studios, and The Next Page LLC. If you would like to get in contact with the Black and Business Podcast, you can do that three ways. One of the ways is blackandbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. The second way is finding us on social media. We are on uh, Instagram, which is black underscore in business. Again, IG, Instagram, it's black underscore in business. And then for Facebook, just search for Black and Business Podcast. You can always uh, leave a comment on the page. And then you can also private message us, message us if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or if you would like to be on the show. Um, so let me get right into it. A few weeks ago, I was on Instagram. And a friend of mine, she's a long, long time friend. We've been friends since about... I don't know, maybe 10th or 11th grade in high school. Um, you know, so really, really good friend. I really do appreciate her um, opinions and the things that she has to provide. Very down to earth woman. So I want to give a shout out to her. I won't say her name or give any of her personal information just for privacy concerns. And we haven't discussed any of that. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, but one of the things that she uh, posted on her Instagram page was a picture of a African-American female holding a sign with a question. And the question reads as follows. Why is ending racism a debate? I'll read that question again. Let that sink in for, for a second. Why is ending racism a debate? So I sat back um, and I just kind of thought about that myself for a few moments. And I reached out to her and I said, hey, I really do appreciate you posting this um, on your feed for Instagram. Do you mind if I use it on my podcast? And she said, sure, no problem. We had a little um, you know, interaction back and forth through texting um, to actually discuss this particular question. Um, so then I took that and I posted it on the Black and Business Facebook page, got a response. Then I also posted it on my personal page and I got a response. Then I reached out to a fellow podcaster and um, asked him, why is racist? Why is ending racism a debate? And he gave me his feedback, which I will definitely um, provide to the community. But before I go into what everyone else said, let me go ahead and give you a few of uh, the reasons why I believe ending racism is a debate. So the first thing that I have here is, I believe, um, opening up to talk about how racism will 
let loose how people of color have really been treated for hundreds of years. So essentially, once we really start talking about racism and how it affects people um, and how people have been treated, essentially people of color um, have been treated for hundreds of years, it's really going to open up Pandora's box, I believe. Um, if you think Pandora's box has already been open, I don't think we're nowhere near the box really being open because racism at this point is a debate and not actually a topic of discussion to eliminate racism and to get rid of it altogether. So once we start opening up that conversation and start, you know, interacting with our you know colleagues and friends and, um, you know, other people out there, I think it's really going to start letting loose some of the inner thoughts and feelings of um, a lot of people that are out there and they don't want that to happen. Um, the second thing I have is there are people who don't want to admit that they could be a racist. I think that's going to hit home um, for a lot of people. Some people may be in denial about it. Some people may know but really don't want anyone to uh, believe or um, you know, kind of point the finger and say, hey, you may be a racist. Um, so I think that's also something that would, you know, come up and why ending racism is a debate. I also have down here that, uh, no one wants to admit that they are for black people and risk what people will say about them. Just think about this for a moment. You have, um, white friend, friend of, you know, uh, Caucasian descent, Caucasian background, and they've been your friend for a long time, but they don't want their friends and close family members and, and people that they respect to know that they may, in fact, be for black people and, you know, have your back. Their family and friends and, you know, co-workers may know that, oh, it's no problem. You have black friends. We all have black friends but they don't know exactly how deep your friendship goes. And I think opening that discussion um, about racism and make it more than just a debate and an actual action plan will cause you as the Caucasian friend to really step up and be like, yeah, I'm for black people. But a lot of them don't want that to happen because they're afraid of uh, what people might say if they you know, come out and say that they are for black people. Um, and again, if you have any um, questions or comments, concerns that you want to post about this question, definitely hit us up. Again, you can hit us up at blackinbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on IG at black underscore in business, or you can find us on Facebook by searching black in business podcast. So the next thing that I have here of why ending racism is a debate is it might be said that black people are dope, smart, artistic, intelligent, resourceful, and educated. Now, why would they want that to come to light? <laughs> why would they want anyone to believe that black people are anything but what they think of us? So we already are dope. It's already said and seen with your own two eyes and heard that we're smart, we're very artistic, intelligent, resourceful, and we are also educated. But the number of people who know this may not be as large 
as it could be. So once this discussion of racism opens up to a large group of people and those attributes start to really show and come out, then it's really going to be a problem for the ones who don't like us. And I don't think they want people to understand that. So they keep it as a debate, the topic of racism, so that it holds us down um, and keeps us in the place that we're in. Also, I have the topic of what people deal with is uncomfortable. So it is going to be uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about racism because they don't want to really hear or see what black people deal with. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to discuss it. They don't want to see any videos. They just flat out don't want to see, um, you know, what it is that people of color go through when it comes to racism. So that topic is going to make people really uncomfortable. So I guess keeping it as a debate kind of close off, closes off the actual uh, things and events and situations that black people are a part of from day to day. And um, people are afraid of what's going to happen if those things truly start coming to light. And you may be sitting down saying, but wait a minute, Dre, there's Black Lives Matter painted across streets in D.C. and other, you know, um, states. There's a lot of videos posted on, you know, social media that's, you know, bringing to light what people deal with, people of color deal with every day. You are correct. But that's just the surface. That's just what people are now just seeing because it's on social media. What are the other things that are happening out there in the world to people of color that are not posted on social media? And I think those are the the, the situations and events and, and things that are really going to start to come to light if, um, you know, ending racism became more of a debate and, well, I'm sorry, less of a debate and more of an action plan. Um, ending racism should not be a debate. It should be something that everyone knows is an issue, which of course we know everyone doesn't believe is an issue. And it should also be something that we are all in a collective group willing to get rid of. Um, and it's going to take a long time before that ever happens, um, in my opinion. You may have a different opinion, so please let me know. Also, I have um, having this debate keeps us from talking about other topics that could possibly lift us up and help us grow as a race. So ending racism is a debate and it keeps a lot of people talking about the bad things of racism because once we get past talking about racism, opening up about racism and ways that we can get rid of racism, then we don't have anything else to focus on but the uplifting of the black community and the growth of the black community as a race in general. So right now, racism and ending racism is a debate because that's where all of everyone's energy is focused on. That's where everyone is putting their time and their effort. So everybody's really focused on racism being a debate and we keep talking about the same things over and over about how it's been this way for a very long time hundreds and hundreds of years and you know what is it that we're going to do to get past this now once we are able to get past this and racism is no longer a debate and we start putting action plans to end racism 
what is the what else is there for us to focus on? Nothing. So we are really going to have a chance to focus on ourselves as a community um, and also focus on growth and, you know, being better than what we were last year and two years ago and also planting the seeds that are going to help our children be a better race and help our grandchildren and great grandchildren continually be a better race because the focus is going to be less on racism and more on us as a collective group and as a collective community and that's really all i had i just wanted to you know kind of point out um some of the ideas and and things that went through my mind once i read that question and again the question is why is ending racism a debate so now let me go into some of the uh comments that i posted this one is from my aunt dolores i definitely appreciate you aunt um you you know watch us when we are on live and you listen to us and you know you provide your feedback all the time so definitely want to give a shout out to aunt dolores i appreciate you keep supporting keep sharing um and we definitely love you for that so her response was i honestly feel like some not at all white people are having to face the fact that they are racist or may have bias concerning black people and because of that, it is easy for them not to deal with it or debate about it. I believe that because many of them were raised through racism, they sometimes don't think there is anything wrong with what they say, think, or do. For others, I think it's fear of change. Fear that their life as they know it, what's, what's familiar, will change, causing them to have, or I'm sorry, excuse me, fear that their life as they know it, what's familiar, will change, causing them to have to admit their racism. Then there are those that really feel like their race is the better race. I agree with those sentiments 100%. Um, a lot of what my aunt said goes into the, some of the things that I was saying um, as far as it's easier for them to not deal with it or really truly debate about it. Um, and then also some of them don't think that there's anything wrong with racism and then one thing that she pointed out is for others she thinks it's a fear of change um which a lot of people no matter what race you are you have a fear of change people like the same thing that they do every day because it's what they're comfortable with um people really do like waking up at the same time every day having the same breakfast the same coffee going to the same job taking the same route to work and home from work going home watching the same tv shows rinse and repeat five days a week sometimes six or seven days a week and that's their life so familiarity is definitely i would say a hindrance to us being able to openly discuss racism um because like my aunt dolores said for others it's a fear of change a fear of what they are normally accustomed to and their life as they know it could possibly shift in a way that they you know never thought that it it could shift or in a way that they think it should shift um so again aunt dolores i appreciate you for that and um definitely please keep on providing your feedback we you know love to see it we love to hear it and of course keep sharing and listening so the second comment that i want to bring up is from my co-host the bearded wonder i appreciate you bruh and he says it's only a debate because 
clear his throat is what he wrote. A certain group of people don't want to have the tough conversation in quotations. And now that the conversation is happening right in the very faces of those certain people, it's a debate. In the words of the youngins, F-O-H, which is fuck out of here. So he also read the same sentiments that I have is a certain group of people don't want to have that quote unquote tough conversation. It really is a tough conversation for people who don't truly understand what racism is about. Um, they really just truly don't know what to do when it, you know, comes to racism. So, listen, I agree with that altogether. Um, I agree with everything, which is why we are on the podcast together. So I appreciate you, bro. Now, just give me a few seconds. I'm going to find the third response that I received from Mr. Brian Snow. We had uh, Brian on one of our earlier podcasts, I believe, episode number four or five. He has a, a podcast himself, which is Snowman in the Morning, which is all sports. And it'll be really interesting to see how his podcast progresses once we get back into sports and discuss with him how sports at the moment is being affected and how it's going to be affected moving forward. Um, so, Brian, if you're listening, I definitely want to be on your show again in the coming months just to discuss the um, the current sector of the sports and, you know, just kind of see where you think it's going to go and how can we continue to have a sports life if that's even possible anymore. But anywho, I'll wait before I, uh, you know, go into that a little bit more. Um, but what I'm going to do is try to play Brian's responses because he sent it to me through Facebook. Um, and I'm going to try to play it. If not, then I'll do my best to just kind of explain what he said. So here's Brian's response to why is ending racism a debate? For me, it's pretty simple. Both sides want to keep it a debate. And if you look at the black people and how they have been acting, especially with all the social injustice lately, that should be a no-brainer. They want to keep it a debate. They don't want to come to the table and negotiate like normal people. That's his first response. Second response. In all honesty, black people complain about systemic racism, but yet when it comes to the negotiating table, they want to stray far away from it. Anything wrong with this picture? That's the second response. Third one. And I think you have an idea how big that Pandora's box is. He goes in to the Pandora's box, which is what I already had written down. And it is just that, a Pandora's box. Mr. Snow also went to um, discuss, look at the history and um, removing black fathers from the household which I think is really telling because that also keeps black people from coming to the table, as he mentioned, to really talk about racism and get a, do away with it because we're focused on the black family and breaking up the black family. And those topics and that topic in particular keeps us away from the actual debate, um, which racism is and it shouldn't be, but it is. Now, am I saying that breaking up the black home isn't a topic of discussion that needs to be addressed? No, that doesn't need to be addressed. I'm sorry. 
it does need to be addressed. It is something very important. I myself, I am going to bring up children in an all-black household. That's something that I have been wanting to do for a very long time. But with the way things are in America and how we all have seen what is done to uh, keep us people as color down, it breaks up a black home and it breaks up the father figure in a lot of homes and in some cases it even breaks up the mom figure in a lot of homes which i think is another debate for a uh, or another topic for another one-off is how can the black family bring up the black community in what ways can a black family uplift the black community and when you have homes and children that grow up without a mother figure or without a father figure, how does that change the growth of that particular child and, you know, kind of what life is that child destined to live? Now, I'm, am I saying that that child can't find themselves and, you know, become very educated and learn and do things? No, not at all, because you definitely can, but the chances of you being successful and doing the right things is more of a struggle because you don't have a mom and a dad in the same house to provide you with, you know, those uh, books and movies and, you know, the right teachings to help you stay on that path. It'll be more of a struggle if you're growing up in a single parent household. But once you have two parents in the household, your growth is something that you have a better ability to do for lack of a better term, like your your growth and your learning and, you know, becoming intelligent and, you know, being smart is definitely a wider spectrum, if I can say that, than if it would be if you only had a single parent in the household. Now, I'm not shaming single parent households. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that the child has a better life and a better you know, educational system at home if you grow up in a household with a mom and a dad. I grew up in a single parent household and it turned out just fine. But there were some things in my life that I kind of had to find out on my own or between my friends because I didn't have that dad figure always in the house to teach me these particular things. Um, and my mom did the best she could. I love her to death. Mom, if you're listening to this, you didn't do anything wrong. Nothing that you did to raise me was wrong. But growing up in a single parent household, I see where there are things that you did as a mom that helped me tremendously in my life. And there's other things that you tried to do, but quite couldn't grasp it. And I just had to learn somewhere else from other figures that I found, you know, as going through my daily life. Now, Later on in life, as I got into middle school and moving forward, there was a father figure in, a lot in my life, and um, I love him to death. He's definitely taught me a lot, and I appreciate him for continually being in my life today. But I do believe that if I had that, that uh, structure throughout my entire life, from birth until I left the household, I think I would have had... I don't know, maybe some things would have been different. Maybe I would have learned some more life skills or, you know, some life hacks, um, maybe some, you know, tips or tricks on how to 
I don't know, effectively communicate with people. Anything. But what I'm saying is, to Mr. Snow's point, breaking up the black household is important to the agenda of other people because if you have a strong black household with a mom and a dad in the house raising their children, then it's just going to be another powerful black person, male or female, that's going to grow up in our society. So yeah, I just want to hear what you guys have to say. If you're just tuning in, this is the one-off edition of the Black in Business podcast. I am your host, Dre from Brooklyn, and I'm discussing a post that a friend of mine put on Instagram, and it is, why is ending racism a debate? I would suggest that you go back through the one-off, listen to it, and if you want to provide your own feedback or statement or just what you feel about that statement, please hit us up on Instagram, black underscore in business. You can find us on Facebook, which is Black in Business Podcast. Search that. Um, And then you can also find us or get in contact with us, rather, by emailing blackinbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's, you know, really kind of all I have to say about that. That's kind of, you know, what's been on my mind for the last week or so. And I just, you know, can't wait to hear some feedback of the community and to continue this this conversation, continue this on future one-offs if it, you know, leads into it. And just, yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the Black and Business Podcast. And then I will also catch up with you in about a week or two when I complete my next one-off. So as I always say, thanks for tuning in. Deuces.